Classic Crew, and welcome to today's episode of the Classic Girls Guide. I'm so happy to be back for yet another episode of my podcast, and I've been loving this new format. I know that some of you guys have been enjoying it as well, so I'm really excited to get into today's episode. If you guys are new to my podcast, then I'm happy to share with you the structure of this show. I start off sharing a little bit of a catch-up of my week, and then we get into the main topic, the bulk of the episode, and we finish off with a classic tip of the week. So make sure to stay tuned till the very end so that you guys can hear that classic tip. But today's main topic is going to be five ways to love your pregnant body. It can be really hard as a woman to see your body change and to kind of figure out your relationship to your changing body. It can make you kind of insecure or something like that. And I really want to talk about five ways to embrace your pregnant body because it is such a miraculous thing that we as women get to grow another human inside our bellies. But Again, it doesn't mean that it's going to be easy emotionally to see yourself changing so much in the mirror. So I'm excited to get into that. But first off, let's get into my weekly catch-up. So we live in Virginia, and we had a crazy snowstorm. Uh, If you saw in the news, actually, a very important highway, the I-95 here in Virginia was completely shut down for 24 hours. It was really dangerous. Uh, People couldn't move. Their cars were stuck. It was just awful. And thank God that was not us. Thank God we were not involved in that. But there was quite a lot of snow here, and my husband actually had the day to work from home. He was told not to come into the office. And outside of the dangerous aspect of a snowstorm and stuff like that, it was very, very beautiful. I mean, we sat in our sunroom and we just looked at the snow coming down. It's so gorgeous. It's so cozy. I absolutely love snow. I don't like snow when it makes things dangerous for people, obviously. But snow is still something that I, as a native Californian, am so amazed by. I just think it's so absolutely beautiful. So every time I see it fall, I'm like, wow, this is incredible. How did God come up with this? Um, But we did enjoy our, our snow day, and that was nice. I'd love to hear from you guys. Are you someone who loves snow? Do you enjoy the snow yourself? Because I know that I do, but some people are not snow people. So I would love to know your thoughts. On another note, I am in the process of getting everything organized for our move. So I mentioned in my last episode that Jacob and I are actually moving next door. Uh, I don't remember if I explained why. Our house that we're in now is lovely, but we have had some issues with mice. And as a new mom who's bringing home a newborn in just a few months, I really don't want that to be an issue. I don't even want to have to worry about it. It was so stressful even dealing with it during the pregnancy that the idea of dealing with it with a new baby is just untenable. So we are actually moving to the house next door, which does not have the same problem. We spoke with the landlord, we spoke with previous tenants, uh, and it is a structural issue with this house that there are mice. The house next door does not have the same structural issue. 
So we are moving to the house next door. Luckily, it actually also has an extra bedroom, which is really nice because that means that we can have a nursery, we can have an office for me, and we can have a guest bedroom for any guests who want to come and help us with the baby after the baby's born, which is just absolutely lovely. But we are now closing in on our move date, and I have been getting everything ready. But this is kind of an odd move, right? It's not a move where we're going to have to pack everything in boxes and really make sure everything is secure. We're literally carrying things from one house to the other house. We just hired movers to carry some big ticket items that are just really, really heavy and we can't do ourselves. But other than that, we're having friends come over and help us just bring things over. I can't be so useful during the move, as you might imagine, because I'm going to be very pregnant. So I'm not really gonna be able to help with the carrying and the lifting. I'll be able to kind of direct people and then unpack things. So that is the plan. But I had to go ahead and book those movers, which is always a little bit of a process, as well as reach out to a few people about taking care of the house we're in now for our landlord. So we have to get it cleaned and all that stuff. So I have been dealing with all of that, which is always a little bit stressful, but I'm so looking forward to actually doing this move, to actually getting over to the house next door, because all I want to do is nest. All I want to do is get the baby's nursery ready and I can't do it. Now, I also have to wait for some of the furniture to get delivered, so that's a whole other issue. But outside of that, I am really looking forward to just being able to settle in and get things ready for the baby. So that is something I wanted to talk about. And then last but not least for the weekly catch-up, I wanted to talk about the Harry Potter 20th anniversary Return to Hogwarts, their reunion show that they did for HBO Max. So I don't know if you guys are Harry Potter fans. I really liked Harry Potter growing up. It's very nostalgic for me. Uh, I didn't really like the movies as much after like the third one. The first one and the second one I really liked and then they started to get darker and darker in tone. And in a book form, that's okay. But in movies, I just didn't like the way that translated. But you know, they're still part of my childhood. And so I thought it would be fun to watch the reunion on HBO Max. And I actually really enjoyed it. I thought they did a great job much better than the Friends reunion. The Friends reunion was terrible, in my opinion. Uh, but this reunion was really nice. And the way that they set things up and the way that they had people talking and they did a lot of just two people talking to each other or three people talking to each other and asking each other questions. And I think they did a really great job with it. So if you also like Harry Potter and you were unsure of whether you wanted to watch the reunion, I would recommend it. I thought it was really nice and just kind of nostalgic. And at the end, it made me a little sad. They always do that. They always want to really amp up the nostalgia right at the end. And they did that. Uh, and that was a little bit, <laughs> a little bit sad. But the actual reunion episode was, was really cool. Okay, so now that we are done with our weekly catch up, let's get into the main topic for today's episode, which is five ways to love your pregnant body. I am currently, when I record this, 29 weeks pregnant, which means I am very pregnant. I am in the third trimester. I'm only 11 weeks away from my due date, which is so exciting. I, I'm so looking forward to meeting this little man, but it also means that I look very pregnant. Now, I absolutely love looking pregnant. I love the bump. It is so fun to dress, and it is so fun to look in the mirror and know that my body is doing this incredible thing. But that doesn't mean that there aren't days where I feel a little bit insecure or a little self-conscious. 
when you're pregnant, you start to view your body a little differently. Your body is in some ways more of a vehicle than it is something of beauty. So often before you get pregnant, you look in the mirror and you think to yourself, wow, I look really, really I look really attractive today. When you're pregnant, you, you can feel that way, but it isn't the same because you know that it's not, it's not like objectively attractive to be pregnant. It is just a beautiful thing to be growing a baby and to have a baby bump, if that makes sense. So kind of grappling with that can be difficult. And I wanted to share with you five ways that I have really learned how to love my body during pregnancy. And perhaps in the future, if you're not pregnant now, or if you are pregnant now, you can learn something from these five pieces of advice so that you feel confident in your body throughout your pregnancy. So let's start off with number one, which is to exercise. I have found that even when I'm not pregnant, If I exercise, I feel better in my body. If I don't exercise, I don't feel as good about my body. I don't mean it has to be super heavy lifting or anything really intensive, especially when you're pregnant. I totally understand you're tired. There are certain things that can get pulled more easily because your muscles are more relaxed. But just going for a walk, that will make me feel so much more confident in my body because I know I'm taking care of it. For me, I think the biggest thing about my relationship to my body is if I don't feel like I'm taking good care of my body, it like immediately reflects in the way that I look at my body and it makes me insecure. If I feel like I'm exercising, if I feel like I'm taking the time to really enjoy what my body can do, then immediately I can look at my body with love and respect. So going for a walk, doing a little bit of yoga, doing a little bit of strength training, that kind of stuff is actually really important in pregnancy. First of all, from a health perspective, it is good to continue to exercise unless your doctor recommends not to. But even outside of that, it makes you feel better about what your body is doing. Your body is growing a child. That's an incredible thing that your body is doing. But that doesn't mean that your body cannot do anything else. Your body can still go for walks. It can still do physical things. So going for a walk and exercising, that is one way I have really found makes me feel much more confident about my body because I know I'm taking care of it. Number two is spend time with your baby bump. This is something I have loved doing since I've started to feel the baby kick. And that is just sitting with your baby and talking to him or her. I have sat with my son and I just, we have conversations, you know, he kicks, I put my hands on my belly, I I sort of follow him around my belly and follow his movements. And it is so nice to just have that time with my baby while he's growing. It's such a special and unique experience to know that this is a moment I'm never going to get back. This spending time with him while he's inside of me is so lovely and there's something about doing that that makes you love your bump it makes you love being pregnant because you can just sit there and recognize that your baby is growing inside of you how amazing is that and spending time with your bump just like really cradling it and touching it and letting the baby respond to your touch respond to your singing respond to your voice it just makes what your body is doing feel so special and it makes your relationship to the bump and to your baby really, really positive. And I found that when I do that, it makes me love when I look in the mirror and see my bump because I can physically see 
what I'm emotionally experiencing. And that's really a special thing. So number two is spend time with your baby bump. Number three is find ways to dress the baby bump that make you happy. I think that dressing your bump in a way that you enjoy is so important. I think it can be very easy to think like, oh, well, I'm only going to be pregnant for nine months. I don't want to get a whole new wardrobe. I don't want to spend a lot of time on my clothes. And so people will just like wear whatever is easiest. And I'm not saying you need to go out and buy a whole new wardrobe. Absolutely not. But I do think it's important to take some time with this body that you are now inhabiting and respect it by giving it something beautiful, by dressing it well, Uh, especially if you're planning on being pregnant more than once because then you're going to rewear those clothes for sure in the future. So, you know, I definitely bought a few pieces for this pregnancy. Almost none of what I bought is actual maternity And so it's all just a size up, which to be fair, I probably will be wearing after I give birth for a little while because I'm not going to lose the baby weight right away. Most women don't, and I'm not putting pressure on myself to do so. So wearing a size up in some of my clothing is actually going to work out well even after I'm pregnant. So it makes sense for me to buy a few new clothes. But also, it makes you enjoy your body more if what you're wearing you feel good in. If you feel really self-conscious every time you put on something because you didn't want to buy something else to replace it with, you're not going to like your body. You're going to always notice that you're wearing something that's too small for you or that makes you feel bulky. And that's not nice. You, This is such a special part of your life. This is such a special experience that just buying a few things that really make you feel great about your body at this point is actually really important in my opinion. And it's good for your mental health. So there are so many inexpensive ways you can go about this. You can thrift, you can go to Target, you can do what I do, which is Target, TJ Maxx. I've even shopped at Amazon and gotten a bunch of really inexpensive pieces from there. Uh, But you don't need to splurge. You don't need to go to a maternity store specifically. Just buy things in a couple sizes up and you'll be able to wear them after the pregnancy too, which is great. I know that even when I'm not pregnant, if I don't take the time to get dressed every day and take care of the way that I look, then I won't feel good about my day. So if that's true when I'm not pregnant, how much more so will it be true when your body is changing, when you're feeling sensitive about the way you look, when you're not sure if you feel confident in your body? If that's the case, you might as well actually put on clothing that you love and you enjoy. And finding that stuff, like I said, does not have to be expensive, but I do think it's important to looking in the mirror and loving your body. So number three is find ways to dress the baby bump that make you happy. Number four is eat healthy. So this goes hand in hand with number one, and that is taking care of your body when you're pregnant will also make you love and respect your body and make you like the way that you look when you look in the mirror because you know you're doing what's best for you. I know that the days with this pregnancy that I've decided to splurge or I've eaten too much of something that I shouldn't, I look in the mirror and I feel bad about myself and I feel bad that I did that to the baby. (laughs) But the days that I really focus on eating healthy and that doesn't mean that you can't ever have like a chocolate or something that's small, I definitely do that most days. I'll have a little splurge of something but on those days that you really eat healthy, then you'll feel better about your body because you know that you're doing what's best for your baby and best for your body. And you know that you're not putting on weight too fast or putting on weight too slowly. You're putting on weight at the exact right pace because you are eating what your body needs. And that's really the most important thing. If you are eating what your body needs, 
you will put on as much weight as your body needs. So eating healthy and focusing on eating healthy, making sure you get enough protein, making sure you get enough vitamins, that stuff is going to make you feel much more confident in your body and much more confident in the way that your body is gaining weight because you're going to gain weight during pregnancy. You are going to. Like that is part and parcel of the process. So if that is the case, if you're eating healthy, you know that you're putting on weight as your body is supposed to. And that's a really important distinction is to recognize that if you are supposed to put on weight, when you eat healthy, you know that that weight is coming from a good place. As opposed to if you eat unhealthy, you're constantly questioning, would I have put on this weight if I had eaten healthier? So number four is eat healthy. Number five is thank God for the amazing thing your body is doing. I think this is the most important and the most obvious point of this entire episode, which is you must realize how amazing the miracle of pregnancy is. It is absolutely incredible that God gives women the opportunity and the ability to grow another human. That is just the most amazing thing. So anytime you start to go to a bad or negative place or an insecure place about your body during pregnancy, the most important thing to recognize is I am growing a healthy child. I am able to grow my daughter or son. That will immediately make any other concern you have so much less because who cares? <laughs> who cares what you look like at the end of the day? I mean, of course, we have an emotional attachment to the way we appear. But if your body is doing this incredible thing, if you have been given the gift to be able to grow life, there is nothing that you can be more grateful for. That in and of itself is like a superpower. And if your body has the ability to do a superpower, I honestly think it really makes everything else seem really small. So anytime you're feeling insecure about pregnancy, all you have to do is remember, God gave me this ability to grow my child. How amazing is it that my body is able to do this? It's just an incredible, incredible thing and an incredible feeling. So as soon as you start to question, okay, why do I look this way? Or how does my body look in the mirror? You can look and feel your baby and go, wow, I get to grow a human. <laughs> That's how I feel. Every time I put my hands on my belly and my baby kicks, I, I know that, okay, who cares what I look like in the mirror? You know, it, it's, it's, it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. In the grand scheme of things, what matters is that I am able to have this opportunity to grow a healthy child. And I'm so, so grateful for that opportunity. So the last tip is thank God for the amazing thing your body is doing. And on that note, my baby is kicking and he's being so cute right now. <laughs> now, I'm so glad you listened to the end of today's podcast because it is now time for my classic tip of the week, which is to clean the kitchen each night or first thing in the morning. Now, I know most people will say, no, 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 you must clean your kitchen every single night so that you wake up to a clean kitchen. Well, here's my problem. <laughs> my husband likes to eat late, so I don't want to have to rush him 
to finish his food so that I can clean all the dishes. So I generally will let him put away the food when he's done, which might be after I'm already in bed, and I will clean the dishes as soon as I wake up, like first thing in the morning, then I have a clean kitchen for the rest of the day. But if you are not in that same situation, if you have a husband who doesn't eat late, then more power to you. Clean your kitchen at night and have a very clean kitchen in the morning. But I think the crux of this is that it is very important to have a clean kitchen just generally. <laughs> having a clean kitchen is having a happy home. Your kitchen is really the center of everything and you spend so much time in there. Every morning I make myself breakfast. Every afternoon I make myself lunch. Every night I make us dinner. So that means that I'm gonna be in there quite a bit. And if I don't keep it clean, oh my gosh, it is awful to be in there because you have to like make room for things and there's dishes everywhere and it's the worst. So being really consistent about keeping your kitchen clean is one of the most classic things you can do and it really will make a huge difference to your day. It's the one task that I am very good about. I would say that that laundry and making the bed those three things I do every single day, laundry maybe every other day, and that consistency is super important to me. So if you are looking for something to add to your routine that will make you happier and also is definitely a classic addition, then cleaning your kitchen every single day. That is really important. So that is it for today's episode of the Classic Girls Guide. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you guys in my next episode. Bye!